0: What's your story? Whether you are a client or an independent financial advisor, we know you face many important decisions that can affect your and your clients long-term financial success. Welcome to the WIN Podcast. What's important now with Corey Hymanson, accredited investment fiduciary and president of Hymanson Wealth Advisors. In this podcast, Corey helps you identify your goals and objectives through financial education and comprehensive planning, while inspiring you to make better behavioral decisions in your personal finance with a twist on pop culture and current events. Join us as we explore growth and protection strategies for individuals, advisors, and their businesses. Come and discover what's important to you now.
1: Hello and welcome to the Wind Podcast with Corey Hymanson. Corey, how are you? Eric, I am good. I'm excited. We're gonna break new ground today. Breaking in, new in, ground. I, in I listening, inter, listening entertainment, new ground broken. New
2: ground broken, new shovel <laughs> used. Let's do this. <laughs> what, what, are we, what new ground are we breaking?
1: Well, I, I was thinking for the multitude of listeners out there that we're going to play cards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm sure right. they're exciting. People are uh, tuning out as we speak, but no, trust me. So hang in there a second. The, the title of today's podcast is Parallels. And so I think everybody thinks okay. of parallel bars or t- two lines. Or, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, something similar, maybe.
1: Some, yeah, there, there was, you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's okay. a, a better explanation. And so to demonstrate this, I thought we would, at least for a few minutes here, play a little card game. Okay. And so to start that out, I'm going to open this box of cards and shuffle it really loudly by the microphone <laughs> so that everybody out there can really feel like they are you know, oh, yeah. part of this event. So...
2: This is that ASMR stuff, right?
1: Yeah. There we go. So you can. And later I'm going to chew food
2: in the microphone. (laughs) Corn nuts, specifically, so the audience can enjoy corn nuts with me.
1: There you go. So the cards have have now been shuffled. Okay. And and where I want to go with this today is a. and, And I was not familiar with this name. There's multiple names to this game, but the first one, the official name is Yablon. Have you ever heard of Yablon?
2: I've I've never heard of Yablon. What is
1: Yablon? Okay, so I'm going to spell this Y-A-B-L-O-N, which meant absolutely nothing to me because I've known this game as Red Dog Mm -hmm. or probably the more famous name is In Between.
2: Oh, I know the game.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Red Dog or In Between, you know, years and years ago, this was kind of a bigger deal at casinos. It's basically a three-card game.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: You flip over two of them and and in a casino, the the guest could essentially gamble on if the next card is in between those two or outside those two or matches one of those, you know, on and on and on. But we are going to keep this really simple. But I thought I would be the dealer and I will challenge you, Eric, to three hands of this game. and, And then I swear we'll go on to something far more interesting. Okay, I'm ready. So here's your first card. That is a five of hearts and the next one is a Jack of spades. So I'm, my simple question to you is, do you think the next one is in between those two, five and Jack,
2: that's a little tight, but I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll say in between,
1: all right, eight of diamonds. That's a winner. Nice job. All right. Okay. So that that was, that was hand one. We're going to play another one. This one is a six of diamonds, queen of hearts.
2: That's that same spread. That's the same amount of cards in between. Um, Yeah, I'll go in between again. Sure, why not? All right.
1: Okay. Listeners, stick with me. We're going somewhere with this. Okay. That is a seven of clubs. Nice job. Okay. All right. So you are now owning the house. You have won two hands in a row. We should play one more time, don't you think? I'm not walking away. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. Okay, here we go. Two of spades. Ooh, now you need a big one. King of hearts. So you oh, have a two Lord. and a king. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's what, a no what do you think? Uh, okay. In between. Hello.
1: All right. Uh, here's the card. Ace of diamonds. Come on now. Uh, yikes.
2: <laughs> so. I want to see the cards. I want to see what's up your sleeve.
1: <laughs> there, there you go. No, I'm, I'm, I do have long sleeves on, but there's nothing up them. So, th- okay. So what's the point of this exercise? It, it looked like you had a really easy one there, didn't you? I should have walked away. <laughs> <laughs> They don't build those big buildings in Nevada for uh, people that walk away. Come on, man. Seriously. No. So point of this, there's a lot of things in life that we can tie this silly little card game to. So why wouldn't I try to do that today? Mm -hmm. Right? So in life, there are lots of times where things look so easy, like the two and the king moment there. I mean, that just seemed like a no-brainer, but it didn't work. Mm Mm-hmm. So now let's let's think about similarities to this silly little game and in, in maybe finance. I people tune in because they want to get a little bit of finance out of this. I think, even though we try to entertain in crazy ways, but but if we talk about finance, you know, what was one of the first things you did? That right there, we we had decision making, mm-hmm. right? You had to decide, you know, in between, outside, you know, whatever. I guess because, and and while you maybe didn't give this a lot of thought, in theory the decision was kind of wrapped around probability of if it was going to work or not. Had you been wagering your hard earned dollars, there would have been some risk management. You know, maybe if you won the first two, maybe you make a decision on, on, on what to uh, throw at the game, a chance for the third one. I don't know. Diversification is a word we use here a lot. You know, that even comes up, you know, had we been playing the game in the, in the official way where you could, make a pick over here to be outside and inside. You could have, in theory, bet on both sides of the outcome, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then finally, it's a risk-return thing. And so the people out there listening, I'm sure, are getting this. We don't have to be talking about three-card poker or card playing here. All those terms portray life decision-making, whether it's investing or not investing. I mean, we're hitting a lot of points here.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and so where i like to really focus this you know i said the game was called red dog and some yablon word or whatever but in between quite simply we were looking at that card as being in between the others in its outcome so as a listener are you eric i'll throw it to you i mean right now in life if if i said hey are are you in between anything i I mean would you have an, an immediate answer for me
2: yeah i'm 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 in between my parents and my kids and grandkids right i mean that to me that's where i'm at in in my life we've talked about that that i've you know people have termed the sandwich generation i I term my situation the club sandwich generation because there's four generations um making sure that my parents are doing well and and safe you know my dad's not getting on the roof anymore those kind of things and also trying to help my grandkids with stuff so I, i kind of feel like i'm in between
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example. You know, and the one that I asked my wife about this before I came to the show today and, and and the first thing she said was, well, she says it doesn't apply to me, but the first thing I think of for people is in between jobs,
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know,
1: and, and so in between life events can be good, can be bad, can be part of what just has to happen. Kind of like you said, if, if you're in the (laughs) <laughs> the club sandwich. <laughs> is that what you said? The club sandwich. Yeah, the club sandwich. Or, you know that. Yeah, if some things in life you're you're meant to be there. You're meant to be in between things, and and that's a good thing. Sometimes though, maybe it's mother nature. Maybe it's life in general throws us a curve. And and if you're in between jobs, you have to make decisions. And so that's that's really where I'm going back to this next is, no matter what topic we talk about next, I truly believe decision making is super super important for people out there
2: yeah i agree
1: you know and, and so the yeah, pat myself on the back here a little bit the name of the podcast the wind podcast what's important now you know we started that what is this i think this is episode we're in the 30s now but i mean we go back 30 plus episodes to where we started this thing and all of it comes back full circle because. You can't make good decision-making decisions, essentially, without figuring out the right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So that that person that's in between jobs, you got decisions to make. Yeah. And boy, I feel like I'm coming across kind of preachy today, but. <laughs>
2: well, here, here's the thing is that when, when you first said this, the first thing I thought of was that we get comfortable, right? You're, you're comfortable in your job until you don't have one. You're comfortable in your relationships until something happens to one. You're comfortable with your health until something happens to your health. And going back to the card game, you know, I, you served me up a two, I don't remember what it was, but it was a two and a king. And I am I feel like that next card, it was, it was a lot of people were super comfortable in 2019, right? And then early 2020, we're like, I got a two, I got a king. What's next? I feel comfortable. Next card's a pandemic. <laughs> You know, it's just like, yeah, it hits you out of nowhere. And, and because you were comfortable and maybe you weren't prepared for something coming down the line, um, that's where now you're in between, right? You're, you're Maybe people that were right around that time when they were going to retire, now they're in between possibly working or if they just started retirement, now they're in between. Do I have enough money for the rest of my life or has this this drop in the market done something really horrible to my my future?
1: Right. And, and and people underestimate situations, I think, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I can I remember like it was yesterday that that somebody showed me this is before the whole pandemic really played out. But, you know, somebody showed me a joke and it, it essentially was a joke about the coronavirus and beer bottles. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go into all that. But I mean, the point was a lot of people probably thought, oh, COVID-19, there's been 18 other strains of this. or You know what I mean? A lot of people underestimated what that was going to be. And, and I think a lot of things in life are like that too. Like you say, you just think everything's wine and roses until it isn't, you know, and, and so we, we got to prepare, we got to try and prepare, but I think we have to adapt maybe is, is even the next best thing to think about too, because the next thing I think about is, you know, aging, healthcare and aging, you know, everybody, everybody's on a path and and life doesn't maybe get easier if you kind of follow me there you know Mm -hmm. i I mean as that that sometimes you see people that maybe they should have traveled when they were 65 years old instead of thinking they were going to do it at 80 because when 80 comes maybe it's not the same type of travel or enjoyment or not capable you know yeah absolutely and 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 i i'm I'm laughing now because my son's always joked he's like you know how come how come people retire at 65 or 70? Maybe they should just have a heck of a lot of fun from 20 to 35 and then go to work and work till you die. If <laughs> <laughs> you have money then, yeah, sure. <laughs> now, I don't know, as a planner, I probably shouldn't sign off on that theory, Yeah, <laughs> but, and, and I don't wanna make life boring. I don't wanna make it that everything is lockstep planned but you gotta be ready for, for whatever that next thing is, you know? And, and a lot of that's risk management too. You know, that when I talk about risk management, I think about insurance and, you know, heck even life insurance, we could, we could tie in life insurance to the in-between comment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because in my office has the ability to assist people with life insurance, but I have never, ever considered myself a life insurance insurance agent because that just has this connotation of uh, somebody's going to sell me something Mm -hmm. and you know if you think about i just read this stat the other day from from an insurance institute and it was a major one so this is a legitimate number but basically they said that on average nearly 90 percent of life insurance policies do not ever pay out the death benefit now, I'll explain that because people out there, I, I don't want anybody panicking like, what do you mean they take my money and they don't pay? No, what I'm talking about is a lot of policies are term insurance. Mm-hmm. So that means people, let's say, essentially graduate or they, they live yep. beyond the 10 or 20, 30-year insurance. The rest of them are whole life policies that people surrender for whatever reason. It might be because they couldn't afford it again anymore later if they had too many birthdays and they didn't pay enough premiums earlier. Or maybe they just decided they didn't need the insurance anymore. But now you think about that, you can probably go to any major city in the country, and the skyline has multiple insurance buildings, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, because they have it figured out. They have the risk management figured out. Now, I don't want a nasty Twitter battle with somebody. I've had this one other time. I'm going to go off on a tangent. You know, I did post something on, on Twitter one time about how I didn't think everybody in the world needed to buy long-term care or nursing home insurance. And, and I got into a Twitter battle with some guy on the East Coast I don't even know. You know so anyway, <laughs> I'm not looking for that today. Life insurance has its place, but coming back to that in-between thing, there might be a point where you don't need it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Maybe you're young and you have kids and you got a mortgage and something like that, heck yes. Maybe you thought you needed whole life, but you get to a point later where you think, oh, maybe I don't anymore. So I don't know if I really, I don't know if I demonstrated in between or if I just demonstrated like a donut hole. (laughs) Bail me out, Eric. I don't know. I think I went off the rails there.
2: Well, I mean, bottom line is I think you're right. It's, it's, you're always, you can always look at it as being in between because there's, like you said, you graduated from term. um, I certainly did, right? When, when my family was younger, I had a lot of insurance because there was a lot to replace future income. You know, the the current income, the the place we were living at the time, my job, the whole nine yards, I needed to make sure that my wife and my kids were set up for, not for the rest of their lives necessarily, but for the rest of what my life would have been, right? So that, that there were no bills to be paid, that the house was paid for that my wife could concentrate on raising the kids and not having to work while they were really young. You know, uh, she's always a worker, so she would. I knew she would go to work later once they were in school and everything. But those are the things we planned for. And that term insurance was great for the first 15 to 20 years. Um, but then we didn't need that, right? And, and now our kids are out of the house. I've got grandkids and all that. So I've got different things in place um, but for a while, I was in between that term and a whole life policy or whatever, um, because you just have different stages of your life that you're going through. And and it's it's all about, uh, I'm just bringing it back to you because it's all about discussing it with somebody who knows what they're doing and can say, okay, let's look to the future. What do you truly want to accomplish? And no matter what that is, whether it's in your job, whether it's with life insurance, whether it's with your investments, you've got to have that person that's going to guide you through the in-between.
1: Oh, exactly. And, and I've, I'm having this flashback, you know, because I, it's been a while since I've been to a track meet since my kids are out of the house, but I mean, they, they used to be in track and field events for the high school team. And mm-hmm. I, I remember the 400 meter hurdles race and when they announce it, the whole crowd just kind of moans because they just know that what you see is these athletes that are in shape and they take off running. And so this is a 400 meter race around the track. You're supposed to sprint and then you get a jump 10 hurdles. Throughout Mm -hmm. this thing, and and by the time they come around the front stretch, there might be one or two in the race that actually look like they're going to survive, and the other five or six, you just feel for them. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my god, I hope they survive the last two or three hurdles so they don't wipe out on the on the home stretch here. You know, and that race sort of reminds me about what we're talking about today. You know, because every. you're running, you're running, you're doing good things and so smooth and easy. And all of a sudden there's a hurdle. Damn, I got to jump, you know, mm-hmm, now my mm-hmm. steps are off and now I got to get my, my balance again. And now oh, there's another hurdle, you know, <laughs> and then pretty soon you're tired and, and you're worn down and you're cranky. And yeah, I mean, maybe we're just hitting the same drum over and over, but it's so important to think about, don't focus all your decision-making on, on the next vacation, you know, don't be in between vacations maybe you are maybe we all are but you got to you got to live for the bigger prize and the bigger prize isn't just stuff you know i'm a finance guy all day long telling people to save as much as they can but you know what at the end of the day this isn't about the stuff it's about cash flow so you can do what you want to do or give it away
2: yeah well, I love the hurdles example because on well, junior high I ran hurdles, which was the dumbest thing I ever did. And I don't know what the coach was thinking because I was super gangly and my legs didn't work as well with my arms. You know the movement, it looked horrible. Um, I made them over. I don't think I ever, in a race. I don't think I ever clipped a hurdle and fell. I know I clipped a hurdle, knocked it down, but I was still going. But I love your analogy because when you land right after after a hurdle, you like you said you have to know where your steps are at. And so if you are, are thrown off by one of the hurdles, like I clipped one, right? I land funny, and now I'm stutter stepping to that next one, knowing it's coming, knowing that I've got I've to get my pace correct, I've got to get the right leg in the right area because I can't jump the other way. That'll be a disaster. <laughs> I can only jump <laughs> one way, right? And so, like you said, life, life has those hurdles that come at us. We know that they're going to be there at some point. I know that my health is going to be worse at some point, right? I know that. I think we yeah. all know that. And so what do we do to get our steps in line with getting over that next hurdle, whatever that is, that next item, you know, the, yeah. the storm is coming, right? In, in in the Midwest, we do have tornadoes. We, you know, in, in I lived in Washington state, there was earthquakes. I was there when St. Helens erupted. There's always something, there's the fires in California. I mean, we, we go on and on and on. The, the biggest thing is, is that if we know that hurdles are gonna come, we, we've gotta get our steps in place. Just to be able to get over that next hurdle and land safely, to not just prepare for the next one, but the 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 time in between, right? The yeah. time in between the hurdles is important to be able to live the best life you can live, enjoy the time that you have, and and if that next hurdle comes, so be it. Jump that sucker, land on the other <laughs> side, and 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 keep your balance, right?
1: Yeah, I, and I've got two two comments or stories tied to that, and and the first is I've been around the stock market. Uh, world long enough to know that the stuff that gets you, so to speak, isn't the stuff you're expecting and asking questions about. So every time somebody says, Corey, are we going to have a recession? Hell yes, we're going to have a recession. On average, they come one every five years. So yes, the real question is, how deep and disastrous or drastic is that recession going to be? You Mm -hmm. know, Um, banking crises. Enron. You know, we can go down the list. The stuff that surprises out of the left field is what gets you. And maybe that's Mount St. Helens and ash spewing all over your car. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm totally backing on that. Second part, you know, you're talking about health. Uh, earlier this year, my, one of my daughters is in college and she had a paper for a class or had to interview me. And one of the questions was, you know, would you change anything? in your life or your lifestyle, essentially. I was like, well, I gave the canned answer well, maybe I would have exercised and ate a little bit better, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it really, I didn't have a lot of heart in that answer. You know what I mean? And then it was interesting because she talked to me later and she says, well, in our classroom earlier this week, we had, I don't know if they had other professors, they had some guests come in and they asked these same questions. And, you know, one of the guests I think was about my age, middle age, and says, well no i wouldn't have changed my diet you know what i mean i I like eating red meat and maybe having a drink once in a while (laughs) Mm -hmm. that that there is truly a trade-off you know what i mean i'm not saying we all need to be marathon runners and eating small small portions you know what i mean there is something about living you gotta live
2: too yeah absolutely
1: and maybe that even involves a game of chance once in a while right so we circle it back to the card game
2: Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't like parting with my money, (laughs) so I, I, you know, I, I go uh, every once in a while. I've got some buddies. We do a poker night, and of course, it's it's limited. We don't do that unlimited stuff, you know. We I think we each pitch in twenty bucks. You get your chips, and we we play for hours, right? Because I mean, the betting is nickels and dimes and stuff, and I enjoy that. And that's I think those are the times that we're talking about there, right? Where you know you don't have to take ten grand to, to go have fun right? Be with good friends, drink a beer or a, yeah. a glass of wine or a pop, whatever you whatever you like. That's fine. And just hang out and enjoy the company that you're with because, you know, the hurdles are coming. You know, you, you, you got to do something about them. But in between,
1: enjoy that time. Well, and you hit it on the head. And we've said this before. And I even said a little bit ago, you know, life isn't stuff. In theory, it is experiences and enjoyment. And you just nailed it. It doesn't matter if you go to that poker night and win 20 bucks or lose 19, you go there for the camaraderie and the fun and the laughs. Yep. And I know in my household, if I go to one of those poker nights the next morning, I get 20 questions from my wife on what we talked about.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I can never remember anything because, well, I don't know. We just had laughs, yeah. talked about sports. I don't know. you know. But she's probably going to really crucify me after this one, after I've thrown her in a couple of times. But uh, yeah. Get out there and enjoy life and get on living. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that you do this for educational purposes and you do it because it's fun. Uh, but at the same time, the message is true, and it's it's something that I think that especially in this political environment, with the the news the way it is, just really serving up all the bad things that are happening. I mean, we really just don't see news that say, "Hey, you know what." Little Billy got an A on that spelling test he was really working hard for. (laughs) We we don't get that on the nightly news, right? We just get the junk. And it's hard for people to to look up every once in a while and say, hey, what's going well right now? What's important to me now? And how can I enjoy it more? And that's what you do. So I want you to give your contact information because the listener needs to know that there's somebody on their side that's not going to tell them you have to save everything you possibly can. Um, like you said earlier, you don't give that message. You, you do help them to save for that future. But at the same time, you want them you know, in between now and when you retire, you want them to have that fun.
1: I absolutely want them to have that fun. And I make a, a common practice of over-explaining things in a very, very simple way. <laughs> hmm. So if you're somebody that wants to understand something that's complicated and you want a simple explanation, you should call me. So anyway, my number. 800-657-4316.
2: All right, Corey, thank you so much, my friend. I am uh, I'm a little mad that I lost the card game, but I think we, we proved a point.
1: There you go. Maybe next time.
2: Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our last thank you, of course, goes to you listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to The Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This is when Corey comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask you to share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hyman's and Wealth Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Win Podcast. What's important now? the show that helps you achieve your financial dreams. To ask questions about topics covered during the show or get a copy of Stop Doing Dumb Things With Your Money by Corey Hymanson, visit www.heimansonwealth.com or give us a call at 712-472-3867. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through Securities America Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Inc. Hymanson Wealth Advisors and Securities America are separate entities.